Hey yo. Hey yo. <laughs> oh, hold on. Can I can I do it? Oh, it didn't mm, work. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. Brandon, Sorry. sad, sad news. Yes. One of the outsiders, the bad guy, Razor Ramon, yep. part of the wolf pack, one of the originators of the NWO. Um, has gone off to the um, backstage area in the sky. Yep, yep. He's he's uh, he's working gorilla, working sky with gorilla, gorilla. <laughs> with gorilla, with gorilla, <laughs> working gorilla with gorilla. Do you do you have any Scott Hall memories or like matches um, that you remember or? I mean, stories, Scott the, the, Hall stories. The subsequent one is is always the the match with Michaels and him, the ladder match. Um, yeah. The one that really kind of pops into my head. There was one recently um, that I had heard when he, uh, what with this, we're recording on Tuesday. So when he, uh, this would have been yesterday on Monday. I yeah. still listen to What Culture Wrestling, and they talked about how apparently there was a story from out of a small fed in Ohio where apparently he was getting picked up by some of the boys at the airport, and they car like they were driving him around to a bunch of different events that he was doing signings at and all sorts of things. He refused to let any of the guys pay for gas. He refused Aww. to let any of the guys pay for any of the meals. He was trying to basically like coach them and help them backstage and try and you know. He didn't know whether or not these guys are going to make it. Right. He's he's there. This is uh by the way to clarify this is uh in 2020 right before the pandemic. Um and just being a good dude. Um and just trying to further the business and do right by him and you know to my understanding that guy's kindness his sense of humor was apparently a whole thing. It was a bit <laughs> inappropriate at time to time but like I get it and like <laughs> despite that all of his demons and all of the things that he did when he was not of sound mind, knowing that he made such an impact on so many people. I literally watched the thing with Matt Cardona, better known as Zack Ryder by WWE fans, oh, where cool. they showed him at the WrestleMania when he won the Intercontinental title. And they talked about how uh, when Razor did, like, had his Intercontinental title, Zack Ryder has a photo of Razor putting his IC championship on a young Matt Cardona's shoulders and sagging a photo. So like he gets in the back and the first thing he's like, where is hall? Where's hall? I need him right now. And he walks right up to him and he gives him a big hug and he like holds the title out to hall. And he's like, would you, he's like, what an honor. And like puts the strap on and takes the photo with him and like basically recreates kind of the photo in a different way. It's like, what a fucking sweetheart of a guy that like, yeah. Really understands who he is. I I guess I've never I've I've heard stories about him like having a hard life. Yes. But like I've rarely like a lot of the wrestlers that we uh grew up with and and enjoy the performances turn out to have not only terrible lives, but sometimes they turn out to be terrible people. <laughs> like a, a lot of the backstage stuff and then just in general, like I, I I don't know Scott Scott always seems Scott to have Hall like, is no difference. Yeah, he just managed to take accountability for his behavior in his latter years, 
and really try and make up for it and help give his son a leg up and try and be a family man. And yeah. like, that's a dude who realized he fucked up, took <laughs> accountability for it and really tried to make sure that he spent his last few years on earth, not being a dickhead to anybody. And that's, that's a hell of a lot of more effort than a lot of us make. I got to be honest with yeah. you. Like, Yeah. I mean, that entire generation is known for being um, <laughs> more than problematic, but also, uh, just not always there physically at this point because of like all yeah. the damage that they've done to their bodies and their souls like over the years. Yeah. Like, like that that Mickey Mickey Rourke movie, The Wrestler. Yeah. That's that's not far off from what it seems no. like it is in, in terms no. of like the the hard life that these entertainers have been living and just yeah. Yeah. Oh it was so. sad. It was sad to see, man. Yeah. It was realizing the impact of like without he and Nash making the move, the attitude era wouldn't have happened. Our love of pro wrestling wouldn't have really flourished the way it did. WCW wouldn't be as big as it got. The WWE wouldn't have got as big as it got by buying WCW. We wouldn't have Dwayne Johnson the way that we do, or maybe at all. Yeah. Like them going and creating the NWO is kind of a catalyst for why WWE had to get so fucking good and why guys like Stone Cold and Triple H and you know Dwayne Johnson had to force themselves to be such fucking amazing performers yeah. because you know it's one of those the competition brings out the best in you and I think we wouldn't have fucking badass Luke Hobbs and all of our favorite Fast and Furious movies without Scott Hall yeah like, like maybe we would, but I don't think he'd be nearly as good. The, the I don't think he would he would be willing to be the bad guy. I don't think he'd be willing to play up on things. I don't think he'd be willing to play with his character so much. Like yeah, that character even in just like the the prime example of showing everything right. Scott Hall is the good guy in the eighties, then the bad guy in the eighties, then shows up in the nineties in WWE and is the bad guy Hello. and that's his whole right and that's his whole fucking shtick then shows up in in wcw as the anti-hero essentially yeah. where you know there are they good are they bad are they just trying to make what's best for them is vince really the bad guy is it like is bischoff the bad yeah, guy Bischoff, is russo yeah. actually the like right because like he made you question everything about wrestling yeah and I it it was all of the things that he did subsequently forced everyone else around him to step their fucking game up. Oh yeah. And then when the, when the NWO started to get stale, they did the whole Wolfpack shit. Fucking genius. I, I loved it. I, you know, you're talking to a guy who's got a fucking gigantic fucking NWO print hanging in his bathroom right now. Fucking thing is huge. It's great. N uh, N I absolutely yeah. adore it. NWO was so big that like non-wrestling fans knew what the fuck it was like right. non-wrestling non right. fans it, knew what those letters meant knew what the the black and white shit meant they were they were familiar with it it like it crossed culture if if you were anywhere near pop culture or television in the early 2000s you knew who the fuck the nwo was yeah and whether you knew scott hall or not you knew scott hall yeah yeah. So I I think all of us, as far as entertainment fans, whether you like action movies, whether you like wrestling, whether you like performing, 
all of us have a bit of a nod and oh to raise a glass to Scott Hall. We lost an icon and a legend and a man who was willing to publicly fight with his demons and own an accountability that not most of us are willing to do. And we all genuinely lost somebody who was a fucking treasure. Yeah. And it's well, a fucking shame. Yeah. Also the, the Wolfpack theme song is a lot better than the, the chopped yes. up, the chopped up, the chopped child. up Hendrix. Yeah. Yeah. The, I know. the badly chopped up voodoo uh, child. I know. I know. But that's also wow. because you like, wow. you like old school wow. fucking hip hop. Wow. And Wolfpack is very much yeah. 90s hip hop. Well, I also appreciate Jimi Hendrix not being butchered horribly. So. Yeah, I know. And, <laughs> and, and honestly, anytime we can not make Hulk Hogan the center of attention. Oh God. Is kind oh. of a great moment. Yeah. See, that's, that's the other thing. Like they were so good that Hulk was like, can, can I get in on this? Can, can I, can I ride on your coattails for a little bit? Can I, I, can I hop on that thing? The fact, the fact that they were able to resurrect Hulk Hogan's career. Yeah. With that bad beard paint. <laughs> yeah. 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 He did that shit on purpose. That and we all bought it, right? They we marked they out managed, for bad beard paint. They managed to paint Hulk Hogan like an awful anime character, and we all were like, "Holy shit!" Hogan turned on everybody, and then they and none of him. us talked about the beard. We talked about the turn and completely <laughs> ignored that facial hair yeah. for years. Yeah, because we all went, "Nope." That guy's part of the NWO. Yeah. So he's fine. We ignored that shit because he's fine. <laughs> yeah. Other, honestly, the other thing that uh, the, the What Culture guys mentioned. So this guy, Andy Murray, who's one of the What Culture guys, he does the daily news uh, every morning. I know I've suggested watching What Culture over and over again. Can still highly recommend. He talked about how when he was five years old, he didn't understand what the definition or what, what cool meant until he saw Razor Ramon. And he talked about how he saw a thing where like, he's he's cutting a promo and in some arena and he can't remember where, somebody threw a full beer and it crashed into the side of him. Right? Oh yes, yes, I've seen that clip. And instead of getting mad, <laughs> instead of mouthing off, instead of doing anything, he took the all of the fucking stuff from, yeah, from the beer, and rubbed it through his hair and slicked his hair back and then acted like it never fucking mattered. <laughs> and oh, he's like, he's so I good. didn't understand cool until I saw Scott Hall as Razor Ramon and then I got it. <laughs> and that's fucking red. That is pretty awesome. Like, that, that is such confidence and character that I, I genuinely wish more pro wrestlers would do more art fighters would do more genuine people of really anyone who's trying to play a character. That guy fucking emulated that shit. Yeah. Dripping with charisma. Oh, sometimes yeah. literally. Oh yeah. <laughs> like all of, all of the, um, all of my early stuff was basic based NWO stuff. Yeah. Like early. <laughs> Right. Well, because it fucking worked. Yeah. It like, made total sense. All the team impact shit that was all yeah. cribbed from NWO. Yeah, it's like, that's all Wolfpack shit. Yeah. Hell, wasn't the team impact theme for a while? The Wolfpack well, theme just modified? 
Yeah, it was. Yeah, we did the we did the Wolfpack theme, and then me and Dan did like a like a red red version. Like, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, all of that shit from them. Because why wouldn't you? It was good. It was good. Right, because anyone who recognizes it is amused by it, and anyone who doesn't recognize it is like, this is real fucking good because it's real fucking good. It's real fucking good. I mean, it's simple shit, but like, they they were the best. He was he was one of the best. Like. That I don't know. It's hard to explain how much that has impacted culture and like the whole bullet club shit would not have existed without them, without the NWO and without all of that. Yeah, it's yeah. there. Like I said, genuinely, the ripple effect of that guy in such a short period of time that he really had a chance to make an impact. I'd argue what a decade. Yeah. And he changed wrestling and arguably a good part of entertainment for years and years and i'd argue decades to come yeah fucking nitro fucking the attitude era all of aew oh a fucking debt of gratitude to to fucking scott hall yep so that whole whole crop in new japan all right let's see if i can get let's see if i can no (laughs) it went off that way (laughs) all right let's start the show Uh, Brandon, I don't know if you have a Razor Ramon. No, no. And I won't even poorly attempt it. I have too much respect for that man to try and take and do at least not raw and untested. I'm not like I I can do it. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Right. Like that I can I can hit. But everything else. No, too much respect for the man to do that. You got any other ideas? You want me to just dig into it? Uh, let's see. Well, uh, um, I guess give us, give us like some wrestling flavor. Like if we were, if we were the outsiders, if, if the, if the fucking do it podcast was the outsiders of the, the hard knock medium network, hard knock media network. Changing the game. One day at a time, one mic at a time, one night at a time, one mind at a time. That's what we do here at the fucking do a cast part starting up high at the hard knock media podcasting network, because that's what we do. Me and my tag team partner put some stank on it. Jamie motherfucking Noguchi talking about. The baddest man in the games, 24-inch pythons, the ability to draw you under the table, can hip-hop like a motherfucker, dance you under the table, wrap you under the table, draw you under the table, wrap gifts for you under the table, absolutely play footsies with you under the table, because he is definitely, without a doubt, the most fuckable podcast host on this podcast. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> All day, every day, and twice on Sunday, I want up in them guts, Jamie Noguchi, goddamn. Now, what we are talking about today, 
all day, every day, and on Sunday, I can tell you right now, other podcasts need to be ready because me and my main man over here are absolutely going to decimate the competition like men on a mission. So please know that there are other podcasts out there, but I don't give a fuck about them because you are here with the greatest podcast known to man the fucking do a cast part of what jamie the hard knock media network god damn right put some fucking stank on that name <laughs> oh man <laughs> oh man <laughs> that's that's some good shit I wish I could draw. You and I would have decimated the tag team division. <laughs> decimated. <laughs> I mean, we we still could have. Uh, we still could. Still, I mean, uh, it's, it's not worth it. But we still. <laughs> Look, nothing will change. We still won't get paid. It'll be fine. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We might as well do our own thing. <laughs> I ain't saying nothing. Um. <laughs> there there's like a a weird monkey paw situation going on in dc remember last week the the cold opening we spent shitting on the 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 freedom convoy the people's oh, convoy please tell me i get to do that again they have not left in fact they have stuck around yesterday monday's commute was actually the first day that they they call caused a problem because they went Virginia side and took 395 into the city. At some point, 395 uh, splits off into two bridges. One goes um, around the city. One goes into right. the city. They blocked right. both of them shits. Audrey's mom was stuck in that traffic for like an hour. God damn. Oh, okay. That's that. I mean, I, look, hang on. Let me, let me preface this because I don't want to have this come out wrong. Audrey's mother has been absolutely nothing but a sweetheart to me. I absolutely adore the woman. I want to spend more time with her because she's a fucking delight. And I <laughs> want to just pick her brain because she has such a different background from me that like she's fucking fascinating to me. Okay. That being said, is an hour really that different from regular traffic from, from Virginia into DC from where she was headed? It is because like, it's usually a 15 minute for 15 minute drive for her to get to where she needs. Oh, okay. Because All right. Because it was during the, it was the specific time of day. Like, you know, you don't go down there during rush hour. Right. Like, okay. You know, it's the 395. There's a stretch of it that it just moves. You go, yeah. you're on it. No problem. Yep. But they, 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 they shut it down. They shut it down. And, uh, okay. and remember when we were like, well, these guys don't know what the fuck they're doing. If like, if you had 15, 15 van or 15 trucks, you could have shut down the city. They're yeah. starting to figure that out. They're starting it's to not, it's not exactly hard. Yeah. 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 Like uh, now, now bear in mind, you're not going to change anyone's mind with a one hour traffic jam in the district. Well, the, the other thing, like all, all you're doing yeah. is just you're flexing at bodybuilders is what you're doing. <laughs> Cause all you're doing is aggravating people who avoid traffic. Yeah. And that ain't enough to change anyone's mind. Well, it's, we also don't know what they want. <laughs> like, even even if they were to get 
someone in power to listen to their grievances, I don't think they can articulate it in such like, well, we we want the mandates to end. Newsflash, they've been done since March. I, I, I. So what else? Everyone of the so what else is comfortable it? comparison to Occupy Wall Street. Yeah. Yeah. You I mean, need a else? unified leader who isn't an MMA fighter, who knows what the fuck they're doing and can actually put together a subsequent list of things that people give a shit about. And until then, who cares? Yeah. You, you are a toddler with a stick shift and no one gives a fuck. Hey, so a lot of them have been live streaming from, from their cabs and, and they are upset when local drivers flip them the bird. And I'm like, what, what did you expect that we would welcome you as liberators? Yes, yes, yes. They are so disconnected from reality (laughs) that they think that everyone agrees with them (laughs) and that causing this traffic jam will be a reminder of our freedoms or whatever the fuck. Like I I read a Jalopnik article where literally the, like about this and the first comment was literally why is anyone surprised that's muscle memory for the dc area <laughs> yeah and it's like we flick each other off as a way to say hello and right I exactly get, i need I, to get in that lane Just i've like, greeted co-workers in an office like this <laughs> and 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 they're they're like well well on the right here no one gave us the bird or anything and now like we get up here birds flying left and right i just we we need to clean this out. And I'm like, clean what clean, out? Clean what out? Clean what clean out? Clean what out? Clean what out? The rude people in the district? That's a full-time job. <laughs> Bitch, if you ain't working here or not going to a museum, what the fuck are you doing here? Get out. <laughs> I, Get out. Fuck, the locals barely <laughs> tolerate the fucking tourists. I know. Get out. You stay near the mall and then get the fuck out. You pay a premium for parking. You politely stay out of other people's way. You understand that people on bikes got shit to do and you only support small business. I find you to fucking Starbucks or TGI Fridays. You need to go fucking take your ass back to Virginia. Stop it. Stop it. I, I, I don't know what they, I guess you're right. I guess they are that deluded that they thought they would be welcomed, but like, it's the only thing I can think of. Otherwise, nothing, none of that makes sense. None of that could possibly make sense. They, Cause their entire thesis of making truck traffic difficult for us was to make traffic difficult for us. And they had to have known that our response would be something like, we're can not we, can getting out of sh- the- yeah. can I can I take a shot in the dark here? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Were 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 a lot of those truck drivers portly? I I don't know because the the cabs are are the cameras are facing that. Were, away. were a lot of those drivers pale? Uh, yes, yes. Were a lot of those drivers bearded? Uh, y- yes. Were quite a few. I'd say if you had an estimate. 48.8% wearing some sort of camouflage at some point. <laughs> Probably. Well, then 
me me thinks maybe the problem is is that they're sheltered little bitches who don't understand what the rest of the world's really like and now that they got themselves off of the big open highways in middle america where they get to talk about god's guns and country and they're actually in a major city where nobody actually has to deal with all their bullshit and they have to deal with people who are genuinely living tough lives who are getting priced out of genuine markets and housing that they used to be able to have a living in and now they definitely can't and can't seem to solve a problem where they have an issue between fucking wealth and housing in the district, they don't have fucking time for your shit because they're only making as little as anyone will ever willingly pay them to do all of the subsequent jobs that we need done. So as Ted Cruz fucking sits in the passenger seat and talks about how you're the real America, he then fucking looks at, at the car next to him, they'll beat up Honda with the person who actually cleans his office driving, who had to move to fucking wherever Virginia and drive into the district every day because they can't afford housing in fucking DC. Yeah. So yeah, you're going to catch the bird and you should. (laughs) And more. Some, some trucker got out of his cab and started yelling at one of the cars in front of them and then punched and punched their window. (laughs) <laughs> and it's all on their video and it's oh like, my god why did this... you record that why didn't you turn your fucking video off <laughs> wait they recorded it yeah it was the cabbie it was it was like the trucker and he had yeah. his stupid stream on he gets out of his fucking truck yells at the car in front of him yeah we and i we don't know why i bet if his bitch ass got punched in the face it wouldn't be recorded yeah and then he punched the window and he went back into his cabin i'm like more people need to get their ass kicked. <laughs> I don't understand what's going on. We got on. froggy this way. Look, Jamie, this <laughs> is where I'm going to differ from a lot of the internet and probably a lot of our fan base, but fucking I'm going to make my stand here. <laughs> Less bullshit would happen if more people were afraid of being punched in the face. We got way too litigious. And frankly, we should let one hit go. <laughs> I, yeah, I you mean, talk it, shit. You yeah. get out of the car. You tag somebody's window. They should be able to get out and level your ass in the middle of fucking highway. Yeah, let somebody else pick you up. I got shit to do. Yeah, stumble your bitch ass back in your air seat. Get the fuck out of the district. Yeah. So uh, they they are still here. They are still. Here. You know what? The only thing. The only thing that I hope is a positive to come out of this is that there are quite a few hotels in the Northern Virginia area that are fucking making a killing right now. <laughs> Cause I bet they went through some hard times when the pandemic happened, all the museums got shut down, all the yeah. other subsequent shit. They were probably going through some tough times about whether or not they're going to stay open. Hopefully there are semis parked up and they are charging them a fee for parking those things and a fee for the room. And they've been there for weeks and they're hitting them at a minimum $145 a night. I'm not saying they're going to get greedy, but look, we're getting near the district prices go up and prices more importantly are subject to change. So by the time (laughs) that last truck rolls in 140 for the first guy, $275 for the last guy. I think, show up earlier, my dude. Show I, up earlier. I think they're still staging in Hagerstown. So they're, I don't know where the gas is coming from because that's another thing they keep complaining about. <laughs> the gas prices. Well, sitting in traffic isn't going to make the gas prices go, any, go, go down. Like, 
Who are you complaining to? I don't know. Like, it, I don't know. This is a genuine statement to anyone bitching about gas prices on the internet right now. <laughs> Who are you yelling at? I don't know. Because it sounds like all you're doing is listening to your own voice. Because <laughs> we're all going through it. Uh huh. It's got nothing to do with oil demand right now because no. the price of oil went down and the price of gas went up. Yeah. So maybe, I don't know, write a letter. <laughs> Dictated, not read. Send it to Saudi Arabia. Send it to wherever. Send it to Venezuela. Yeah. Wherever you think we're getting our oil from. Yeah. Fucking roll the dice. Yeah. Make one of those little weird paper fucking things. Yeah. And set it up with uh, just for- different countries. The fortune yeah. teller. <laughs> just one of the fortune tellers. Then set it up where literally it's like where we, you know, where we buy gas from is all the ones on the inside. And then like yes. on the second side, you put like, uh, you know, stolen election. Uh, let's go, Brandon. Uh, you know, <laughs> Trump's bullshit or like Biden's bullshit. Blah, blah, blah. And then like on the outside, it's like, you know, 2020, 2024, 2028. And like, you know, a uh, question mark, because apparently that guy will fucking live forever. So, you know, it's like, <laughs> Oh my God. And then you guys can sit in the hotel rooms and make popcorn and all and do each other's nails and everything else like that before you go spend that long day getting flipped off all day and then you can fucking flip back and forth and then you guys can write angry fucking tweets or whatever it now you're not tweeting i i assume you're sending legitimate letters streaming they're live they're live even better even (laughs) better be sure because superpowers love this shit to list your name, address, phone number, and social security number. Cause believe me, they got it anyway. So you may as well just put it out there. Yeah. <laughs> there are, there are two people on Twitter. One of them is a reporter for the daily beast. And the other one is a, a woman who spent like months infiltrating the MAGA sphere and like went to all of their conventions and like all of their shit to like, she did some investigative journalism without being a journalist. She was just like, well, I, I accidentally went undercover and followed mega around just to see what was going on. So the two of them have been, one of them has actually been, the reporter is actually following them around. And this lady is um, tuning into all of their live streams. So I've been getting my updates on Twitter from them because like no one else is covering it as they should not, because this is stupid. (laughs) Uh, but uh, hopefully, hopefully this will be the last time I talk about them. Sadly, I fear that we might be talking about them again next week. Oh that- no, Jamie! <laughs> what happens if they cause me to make the beep boops with my horn? How I I know you know what the, I'm going to say boop. right now, Jamie Naguchi. I swear to God, if I have to use my car horn, I'll unvaccinate myself tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to do it, <laughs> but I assume it's going to involve bald eagles. And fucking like, uh, I, I don't know, like, uh, Neil, not Neil Young. Fuck. Uh, Toby Keith, Toby Keith. Toby Keith. It's going to involve Toby. Toby Keith, a spork, a fucking mission statement and a screaming bald eagle just <laughs> fucking hanging out. So I'm going to get Toby Keith 
and a big fucking glove and a big ass like just fucking country sized bald eagle <laughs> to hang out there. And then we're going to do we're going to do like a ritual like turn him red where we're going to end up like they're going to draw like a star on the ground and then he's going to sing red solo cup red until solo my vaccine right until I end up drifting away to a dreamland and then I pass through a mirror where my vaccination leaves me. <laughs> <laughs> you run at the vaccination. Right, I, I run at the up. vaccine. Right, and the on the other side, I look back and I see COVID. And it's like, you got this, dude. And then I just go fucking running off, just blasting Kid Rock and waving an American flag and a diaper or whatever the fuck I do. Yeah. And it's like that old Kid Rock where he's still in the Metallica riff. So he doesn't even actually write his own shit. They call him Cowboy. Right. No, not even that. Yeah, the like the the sad but true hey, fucking hey. shit. <laughs> right. Yeah. God yeah. And my him. my battle cry will be Bob with the Bob because nobody knows actually what it is. Exactly. Yep. Yep. And then I'll run for Senate. Fuck. Because you might be a red-blooded, stars and stripes American, but I swear to God, not one Marjorie Taylor Greene, not one Ted Cruz, not <laughs> one Mitch McConnell has unvaccinated themselves with a spork <laughs> and a mission statement. Look at these eyes, Jamie. They're the eyes of freedom. Because I broke those fucking Microsoft chains. <laughs> no trackers on me. My no trackers phone, on me. It's a jitterbug. I got dial-up service on my internet. <laughs> no trackers, motherfucker. Uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, Brandon, what have you been geeking on? Uh, what have I been geeking on? I mean, I saw, I saw the, the turning red movie last night. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, that's cute. Um, what I've really been geeking on, honestly, I signed up for the discovery channel subscription service. Oh, so you extended the Disney plus into like the, the multiple. No, nope, nope, nope. Oh, discover has its own discovery has its own discovery plus. Oh my God. So it covers uh, Discovery, History Channel, Learning Channel, Food Network, Cooking Channel, and like four other science channel and a, and a bunch of others or whatever it is. So I have been going down a fucking like Carboys Street Outlaws goddamn marathon. I am such a goddamn child for that shit. Swamp People and Street Outlaws, all of Mythbusters. Oh, Street like Outlaws. Just, I used to watch that shit. It's so dumb and so good. So good. Like, cause it's just dumb TV. I don't have to think about. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's the other thing I've been doing. I think I may have mentioned this before. I decided to pick up animal crossing. Oh, cool. The video game. Yeah. yeah and yeah. just have been vegging out to that. Realistically, I think what it is, I, like it was a way to keep my hands busy in the evening when my wife and I would just end up chilling out. Cause like she's on her iPad and she's drawing and she's doing all sorts of shit or whatever it is. And I'm just sitting there watching TV spending time with her we're both watching the same things but then i start to sit there and i'm like maybe i'll get some peanuts <laughs> and then i come back and i'm like want something sweet maybe i'll go get an apple and then <laughs> i go get an apple and then i come back and then i'm like 
didn't quite hit it. Maybe I'll get some ice cream. And then next thing you know, I've had dinner plus snack plus dessert. And then my night's falling apart. <laughs> idle hands, my dude. Idle hands. Yeah. So in turn, watching the dumb car boys and then having the switch and playing that shit and everything else like that kept me down. 15 pounds down. Still keeping the thing going. That's 15 pounds after going hard on vacation. Still 15 yeah, pounds down. That's awesome. So, right. And I know I gained at least six on that weekend. Minimum six. <laughs> so that's kind of what I've been geeking on is uh, a bit of the, the decompressing status quo and using. And I can highly recommend if you are like me, if you are a snacker and if you do not sit still well, can highly recommend put the phone down Go get a switch. If you don't have a switch, buy the switch. Light. I think it's like 200 bucks or something like that. Go buy Animal Crossing. I also picked up uh, Castle Crashers, which was super yeah. big on Xbox Forever Go. Yeah, they yeah. did a remastered version for the Switch, and it's fucking oh, great. Cool. Nice. Yes. And it's a ton of fun, and it plays exactly the way that you want. So you can just button mash your way through the evening. So you can literally sit on the couch, spend time with your significant other, with your kids, whatever it is, and be like, yeah, 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 no problem. No, yeah, yeah, and just tip a tap away and everybody can veg out and have a nice evening and then y'all can go to bed at a reasonable hour, get up, do shit all over again the next day. Tip a tap a tip a tap. Just do a little tip a tap a do. tip a tap Just a little tip a tap a do. Tip <laughs> Go in your home. <laughs> anyway, um, tap a tap. Just, just tap it in. Just tap, tap, tap a roo. Oh, what happened to that guy? <laughs> He's making money. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, right. I can judge, but I can't really judge. I can be like, that's not my jam, but also. I want that Adam Sandler money. They, um, yeah, I don't know if you watch Red Letter Media on YouTube at all, but they have they had a theory that he makes those money uh, those movies as like a like a tax shelter or something, or like it's like a money money scheme. And I was like, that makes sense. Well, yeah, I was gonna say, to my understanding, the the one with the dads or whatever, who was like Chris Rock and Kevin James and Rob Schneider or whatever it was. Yeah, that's that's basically a give back to the guys who helped make him fucking rich. Yeah. Yeah. And so like all of all of his subsequent output has all been about like shuffling money around, paying different people like uncut diamonds is the only one that's any good. And then the rest of the things that he's done have been all about like this person needs to get paid. This person needs to get paid. Blind squirrel, blind squirrel. Like that's that's bound to happen. Like my the only thing that I'm subsequently happy about is that he managed to loop Chris Rock into this for no fucking reason that I can tell. <laughs> or it's just like and Chris Rock was like, I don't know what the fuck you're saying, but I'm in for it. And he's like, and next thing you know, a, like a giant fucking like a supercar showed up with a giant bow on it and just a cashier's check for a million dollars. Yeah. And Chris Rock was like, I don't even know what the fuck I have to do when I'm still in. Like yeah. just yeah. I mean, that's a good friend. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's like a good friend. That, that is you paid. Like that paid. is real real life goals for me yeah. is to to treat Jamie Noguchi <laughs> in the same financial sense that Adam Sandler treats Chris Rock. <laughs> just, like right, like <laughs> if I could just call you 
and be like, hi, and you'd be like three months on set. And you'd be like, all right, I guess we'll do it. He's like, and then you show up and then the checks just keep coming and you do a bunch of one liners and look real surprised and act like a concerned dad. Right. And then they put you on like a motorcycle with Tim Allen for no fucking reason. So you got to pretend to like that guy and just like, it's a lesson in tolerance, I think, is really what it is. I'll 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 pretend to like anybody for a that's a, a mill shit, man. For a million dollars, yes, I yeah, wholeheartedly I'll, agree. I'll pretend. I'll pretend. I will pretend like crazy. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'm here for it. You know yeah. what, Chris Angel? I too am a mind freak. I'm here for you. Uh huh. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm a little bit of a magician myself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Toby Keith. <laughs> You're a little bit country. I'm a little bit rock and roll, but I think we can work this out if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Go ahead and get your peanut butter and my chocolate. I'm going to get my chocolate and your peanut hey, butter. Shit. <laughs> if you're giving me a million dollars, I will I will be jumping up and down in the yeah. front row yep. of the fake-ass Toby Keith concert yep. in this movie. Yep, 100%. <laughs> See me in the fucking front pair of overalls, whole nine arm and arms of Kevin James. Red solo cup. Ah, I fill you up. <laughs> Just fucking pay me. Just fucking pay me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have no issues with being a whore for money. Like, I it just, I'm good. Yep. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> wait so what is it you're geeking out about uh so well you mentioned it before turning red i saw the turning red thing and um but before before it dropped there were there were the, there were the reviews and stuff there was one reviewer i don't know where but he was saying like you know this is this is for a very specific audience and if you're not that specific audience then i don't know what you can i couldn't relate to it it was exhausting and i'm just like are you are you 66 <laughs> i don't i don't know who the because fuck that's your problem you're yeah. old because either this this hits so many levels because this oh, yeah. is the first movie that i've seen like I was, I was talking to my wife about it last night when we were watching it and i paused it like the first i don't know 12 minutes in or something like that and i was like holy shit she goes what and i said they finally wrote a movie for people who are basically age like for like 30 to 40. Yeah. Yeah. Like for us, I realized I'm finally of that generation and she's yeah. just on the cusp of it yeah. of like, okay, this thing is set in 2002 when she's a teenager. So we get everybody who basically graduated near ish that anyone who experienced any timeline near ish that. So we got me covered because I graduated no two <laughs> you because you experienced some of that pop culture shit and everything else like that. So like yeah. everything felt recognizable. Oh, and yeah. then my wife for being, you know, 10 years, my junior being like, fuck, I remember Tamagotchis and all this other shit and boy bands. Are, and it's like, yeah. Okay. And I finally realized like, holy shit, I'm officially of the age where <laughs> Disney is writing movies that my kid and I can both bond with. Yeah. Well, the 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 thing that stuck out to me was the internalized generational trauma. And that is the theme of the movie. And if you cannot relate to that in any way, shape, or form, then congratulations, you had a wonderful life growing up. Because I don't know anyone who can't relate to that shit. Like, 
the like the whole mother shit, the grandmother shit, passing all that stuff down, expectations, family stuff, even if it's not the same. Like even if your parents didn't expect much out of you, what they did to you gets passed down, and you remember that. You get caught up in the white comments. <laughs> white comments. Yeah. Because honestly, that that is something that is probably if you're 55 and didn't have to work all that hard and still managed up in the middle class, that movie didn't relate to you because oh, you don't get not. the boy band thing. You don't get the Tamagotchis. You don't get the unnecessary pressure. You don't understand what it's like to be a woman with the this is the first one that like my wife was over the moon. She's like, they started to genuinely address a, a, a woman having her period for the first time. Yes, that was awesome. She's like, was, yeah. she's like they. They're they're tackling anxiety like <laughs> this was that panda was a fucking allegory for panic attacks, for anxiety, for fucking uh, periods, for uh, all the parental trauma being pushed way too hard for yeah. expectations for yeah. like you covered a gamut of things. And then also the weird friend group, what they really did better than any fucking movie I've seen in the last I'd argue since. Oh, uh, what the fuck is the one with Corey Feldman and fucking what's his face where they uh, they went to go find the body? Uh, stand by me. No, stand by me. Yes, stand lot. Stand by me. No, stand by me. One of the white movies. Yeah, where they, where they go run away. Well, the reason I make a comparison is there aren't many movies where kids really squad up. Like Stranger Things has done it pretty well. Yeah, but yeah. it had a little too serious of a vibe. This was like the most, like I went to school with these girls. Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. I recognize all of the archetypes that were there. (laughs) I get it. Like that had an old sense of feels of like, so if you were 13, which one of them would you have been swooning all over for the record? (laughs) The one in green all the time. Like no question about it. Like I could, I could immediately be like, that's my lady. Priya, and, yeah. Right. And and I get and I get it. The the goth, not goth one. Yep. Yep. Which yep, was yep. like such a, a play on the time and also the idea of being into something and having that vibe, but not being able to afford or have access to that wardrobe. Yeah. Felt like such a like be yourself kind of person. Like all of them were such great characters that work great together because they had one bonding factor of like, we all fucking love each other. We can act like it's the music. It's not, it's yeah. the friendship. Yeah. It's fast and furious, but literally <laughs> with fast and furious, yeah. it's fast, fast and, and furious, furious and it's fucking great. It's great. I felt, it's, yeah. God <laughs> damn it. If that, if, if, the dad Jim was played or more importantly voiced by Vin Diesel. We'd be over the fucking moon about it. Yeah. Because oh if he leaned in <laughs> and he had the fucking thing, I don't want to give too much away, but like he shows the thing at the end. Yeah. Today, and then he's like, this is great. And if he just looked at him and went family and you'd be like, Oh shit. He did the line. He did the line. He did the line. And I'd well, be fucking if, over the moon about it. If they had Sung Kang in it. That would be yes, yes, yes. <laughs> just fucking just nonstop snacks. Gorgeous hair, nonstop snacks. Yeah. I loved, I loved Abby, the the short one. The yes. Pirate, like, oh my God. <laughs> yes. Such like, fucking like that if, is Hazel. If you, that if, is me. <laughs> that that is that is you. That is Hazel. That is Colleen. 
Like fucking you, y'all did that fucking fusion dance and then fucking came in with it and created this one <laughs> wrecking ball of energy. And I'm yeah. here for all of this. She was perfect. I I'm, I'm so happy that this movie exists. Yeah. I, it was a ton of fun. Yeah. I, I very cute. I'm, I'm saddened that uh, people feel the need to, to like review bomb it and shit. Cause Good. like, if you're a if you're a white person and you can't relate to this movie, you have many other films. <laughs> like you have all of the other films, and you can go watch them. No, no, no. You haven't taken them away. Jamie, They're still if, there. If, if most people are loving it and some people are hating it, that means you did it right. Fuck those other people. Yeah, that's true. Die angry. If you are genuinely angry at a Disney <laughs> film, reassess your life. <laughs> Die angry. The, fucking wave your dumb dickhead flag with your ain't it cool news and fucking go right off into the sunset or just into the sun. Yeah. Because no one's got time for your negative bullshit. The thing, You're hating on a kid's movie. Stop it. The, the one thing that I am sad about because of the the time is that it didn't go into theaters. Cause I would have bought so many tickets. Like I yeah. would, I would you have bought what, a lot though? of tickets to throw money at this thing. Yeah. It's okay. Did, did Hazel see it? Oh yeah. We all saw did it Hazel's, together. Did Hazel see it? Right. Okay. So you got to see it with Hazel yeah. in a comfortable environment where they got to enjoy it and pause it if they need to and take bathroom breaks and drink it in. And you could make references to things and then you could go back and watch it a second time immediately after the first one's done. If you really wanted to yeah, that's and true. be able to drink it in and the movie experience is great. The message of that movie is something that kids need to be able to take their time and really sink in and enjoy. And you should be able to do that in the comfort of your own home. And I think it's better that it happened this way. Disney's got enough money, Jamie. They're going to keep making them. Just keep letting Hazel put it on. Put it on the background. Don't even be in the room. Let Disney see the watch numbers from your house because that's what matters to them. They'll make more of this shit if they see the numbers are there. Yeah, that's true. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I think most people will like it and find something fun. If you don't like it, you're dead inside. Fuck off. <laughs> like, honestly, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to put a stand on this right now. If you're <laughs> listening to the sound of my voice, you're part of the fucking duo cast friends and family or whatever it is. You're like, I didn't like it. Blech. Take your shit, pack it, and fuck off. If we end up going from 13, if we go from a baker's dozen to a dozen, I won't lose a wink of sleep. Take your bitter ass and fuck right off. And it's a children's movie. More importantly, and please understand this, and this applies to most of the things in your world, shit's not for you. Sit the fuck down. You don't get an opinion. You don't pay rent here. Yeah, that's true. You don't even go here, dude. You don't even go here. <laughs> you don't go here. <laughs> um, so I encourage people to see it. If yes. you if you need to steal it because Disney has been acting a fool, that's Fair. fine. That's fine by me. Steal Fair. that shit. Fair. The, the Pixar employees got paid. So yeah. they yeah, they I, got paid to make the movie. Steal this shit. Yep. I ain't even I ain't gonna play. Like no. you're no. excited about Obi-Wan, steal that shit. You're excited about like all the it's Marvel my business. stuff. Steal that shit. You're excited You're about Miss Marvel. Steal that shit. 
here's the reality, Jamie. They're going to keep making shit with all of the platforms that they already want to milk the fuck out of. Yeah. You, yeah. you individually, yeah. hear me now. Yeah. You stealing it ain't going to change a fucking thing. Yeah. Go ahead, Blackbeard. Do your best. Yeah. Like fucking ride the pirate bay and get <laughs> after that shit. Yeah. Because I don't know. I I feel like this movie. I, I think a lot of people, I think this movie is worth it for, for, for people to see, like, regardless of whether uh, the Disney CEO understands what, what, what he's talking about. Can we, can we not? Can we please not? <laughs> so steal it. Yes. Hashtag steal it. Yes. Wa- watch it and steal it. Watch it for free. Yeah. Hashtag see it. Hashtag steal, steal it. it. Like <laughs> steal it. Steal it. Steal it. Um, all right, Brandon. Sir, where can people find you? Holy shit. Stealing <laughs> okay. So look, <laughs> grab your phones, right? Pop open your instant grams, Ooh. right? Normally, a great place to find beautifully delicious brown golden crackers. That sometimes are covered with cinnamon and sugar, but most times a beautiful place to find films, video, and other sort of related content. And you can find me on those instant grams at that guy Chalmers. Say it with me, kids. That guy Chalmers. Follow the bouncing ball. That guy Chalmers. And then when you're done with it, go ahead and go down to the magnifying glass, hit them tippy tappies with your thumbs, and type in a what, Jamie Noguchi? Uh, Jamie Noguchi. On Instagram. That's fucking hard. One more time for the people in the back. Jamie Noguchi on Instagram. Just put my name in your Google. I will show up somewhere. And read the fucking... (laughs) (laughs) Read the articles. Read all the articles. (laughs) Read the Time Magazine articles. (laughs) I don't know if that one's still up, but yeah. (laughs) Fuck It's the internet, my dude. I'm sure we can find that. If you type in Times and Jamie Noguchi, <laughs> either you're going to find a beautiful look back into the life of someone that I love dearly, and that is not a waste of time. I can tell you that right now. I experienced it. I want to go back. I might, when we get done here, just sit on the couch, tip a tap, and cry <laughs> quietly. But you, you can go ahead and experience it for the first time, and it is a fucking delight so go ahead and hit them google machines where all fine google machines are sold type in jamie noguchi and enjoy and experience the warming sunlight of a human being that is our own jamie angry's and nasty noguchi part of the fucking do cast most importantly part of the hard knock media podcasting network Woo. and we will see you next fucking week maybe that's a promise i think i think <laughs> yeah Peace. Deuces.